0: Sometimes people are proud for being honest. They say, I'm an honest person and I'm very proud of it. But when we really think about it, this makes about as much sense as saying, I'm very proud of myself for taking one breath after another, for eating uh, when I get hungry and drinking some water and sleeping. Why? Because it's to our pure, natural, absolute self-interest to tell the truth. Why? Let's explore it. So the idea is that for every single thing that we... uh, uh, any temporary short-term benefit that we think that we derive from bending reality whatsoever for our short-term interest, we will have to pay back, chances are, with interest. And consequently, it is assuredly against our interest, against every sort of interest that we can think of, except the the immediate illusion of interest to tell even a little pernicious, uh, self-interested, selfish lie let's explore real life situations so we really get get that this across because when we simply say concepts but we don't really get them or we don't really offer examples and don't internalize it what happens is that we stroke our ego we grow our vanity we think look at how wise i am how great i am how honest caring loving empathetic kind wonderful blah, blah blah i am but we really haven't Changed uh, our, our thinking at all, and and so we, we get a we get a, a, a boasting vanity with nothing in return, and that's a bad deal. So we want to always try to understand exactly what we're saying. So let's take an example of a person uh, not telling the truth. One example uh, of that is uh, a person walks into a store, and uh, they uh, they're very hungry, and uh, they want the, they want a candy bar, but they don't have money, so they take the candy bar and they walk out. Why is that not telling the truth? Isn't that stealing? So stealing is another word we can use to refer to it. But if we think deeper, we see that that's another form of not telling the truth. Why? Because in order to do something, we have to do it for a motive. And in order to have a motive, we have to think that it's good. And in order to think that something is good, we have to justify it to ourselves. Therefore, in order to take something that's not our own, we have to say, this belongs to me, or I have the right to take this, etc., etc. So to take a candy bar, even if implicitly, even if somewhere deep inside our subliminal subconsciousness, whatever psychologist would call it we have to claim that this is our candy bar but is it our candy bar so we see there's certain rules of private property people produce things and and, and according to the given system in place they either have a claim to it or the or the the ones who hired them have a claim to it whatever the system may be but uh, every single person excuse me unless they have uh, offered a, a, a deeply extensively thought- out economical philosophical tractate concerning private property and they have it, it clearly established that they do own the candy bar every single person if that's possible which it's really not but but let's let's put let's uh, give that uh, uh, that out right every, aside from that every single person that takes the candy bar knows that the candy bar is not theirs and consequently is lying by taking the candy bar so consequently what are the possible consequences one consequence is physical, so uh, uh, the the um, shop owner could call the police, and uh, the police could come, and uh, the per- person could get in big trouble with the law if somebody doesn't bail them out. And I remember uh, one time, I was at a at a gas station, and uh, I, I ran in, and uh, there's when I came out of the the restroom, there was a bunch of kids there, and uh, the door was locked, and. Uh, the gas station attendant was yelling and shouting, and I was like, "What's going on?" It's like these kids stole stole some candy. called the police, blah blah blah. So, like, relax, relax. I, I got them. So I, I paid for them. They were very, very thankful, and hopefully, is a is a lesson uh, learned. But we see that if not, that would have been a nasty consequence for these tweens, and uh, they could have been in in big trouble. Uh, so that's something we don't want to lose our freedom. We don't want to to have physical pain. So consequently, we we want to avoid that. But what about if we don't get caught, right? We're, we're slick. We put the candy bar right in our pocket and we walk out with it. So here we've just told a, a, a lie and then we've acted on it and we've reinforced it. So we've shown that we are the kind of person that can still, that we can, that, that, that can take something that is not our own. So consequently, we've now changed at least a little bit our thinking. Next time, it's going to be a little bit easier because we always refer back to what we've done prior. Oh, is this something I've done? Uh, no, no, I feel bad. I'm not going to do it. Is it? The, yes? Okay, maybe I can do it again, right? The first time is always the hardest. As soon as we've done something, uh, we already have a precedent. Eh, I'm the kind of person that does this. So we, we could be expected to do it again. So now we've just uh, set in motion. Let's say it's our first time. We've set in motion a style of thinking, a style of thought, which tells us that what's not our own is our own, that we can lie and misappropriate property, right? And uh, remember, we have our self-esteem needs, we have our pride, we can't stand to think of ourselves as a bad person because we're not. We can just be m- misguided uh, and and consequently, we're, it's going to be very difficult later for us to own up to it and to say, I did something wrong and chances are to avoid that quote unquote cognitive dissonance, to avoid the stress and, and pain of thinking we're a bad person or we did something bad, we're going to create a whole system of thinking and, and a whole system of emotions surrounding justifying and enabling our uh, little mischievous act uh, or or deception. So here a person is going to then be forced to, uh, or the the vast majority of people that, if a person can do that, presumably they're not honest in the first place, or presumably they want to have the honesty that the later say they they made a mistake, or it's not very likely. So in that case, uh, in the the more likely case, the person will uh, reach for some or another kind of uh, thought to justify what they did so they say ah the the stores they have enough money anywhere it's not so bad that there's still something little so now Further, we've corrupted our thinking. Further, we've changed our understanding of reality. Now, of course, that ch- it, we have all the other areas of life—our personal lives, our professional lives. Now we're functioning. Our software has altered. There's a little bug, right? Now we've began to program ourselves differently. Now our software has altered to accommodate our mistake, and everything—everything everything else follows. Now, if if it's not so bad to still, right? If it's okay, if it's no big deal, maybe it's not so bad to. Um, and if somebody says something mean to us, to, to go and try to hit them over the head with a baseball bat, right? Because, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it, it, it's uh, not that it's similar per se, but it's similarly a, a disregard of, of uh, somebody's right to life, somebody's right to health. That was a disregard, uh, somebody's right to property. This is a disregard to that. So let's say somebody, well, eh, we're not that violent. So uh, now somebody uh, we, uh, cuts us off on the road. Right, we give them the finger. We say F you. We say a bunch of curse words because we've changed our thinking. Now we're the kind of person that, that's not minding so much other people's space, other people's property, other people's life, other people's dignity. All right, So we feel free to say that. We set a precedent for ourselves. We've changed our thinking. Now further, we, we have a bug. Now we further have to accommodate things because we we can't say we're a bad person. We can't say we, we have too much pride to say we're deluded. We made a mistake. So now we're the kind of person that uh, can, can do that kind of thing to other people people on the road, so now further our programming changes and further our our respect for humanity goes down, further our capacity to connect with other people goes down. Further, our capacity to love anybody goes down. Further, our capacity further because it, remember our good lies with attaining objectivity of escaping our narrow little petty self. The worst hell is when a person is in their own self, in their own pathologies and in their own anxieties and in their own neuroses and fears. It's, that's awful. It's absolute torture. And, and, and a person can be on a, on a beautiful beach somewhere and still be in this inferno. It's absolutely awful. Right? So we, we escape from that by attaining objectivity, by, by being honest, by... Uh, reaching outside of ourselves and continually molding skins and going outside of ourselves. Now, we've changed our software so much. We've changed our programming. What's the chance that we're going to be able to do that? Very little. So now we contract further. Now we contract further. There's more mental pain. So we reach for something else. Right? We want to avoid the mental pain. So we go and we... Um uh, we, we go and, and we post a mean comment on, on somebody's uh, social media. Oh, you, this person is really fat and ugly. Ah, now we're the kind of person that does that. So maybe that's not so bad. So maybe it's not so important to respect other people, for, people. further on top of when we gave the finger to somebody and we cursed at somebody on the road. Further, we're in ourself. We're more subjective. We're more narrow. We're more petty. You get the point, right? And then we can reach for something worse. Ah, uh, now, now of course the symptoms come in: the anxiety, the fear, the sleeplessness, uh, the, the the neuroses and pathologies, uh, the stress, and all of this. It's it's highly, highly unpleasant. Maybe we reach for a drug now and go down that path. Maybe we reach for alcohol and excess and go down that path. Maybe we begin to to uh, engage in destructive habits and go down that path, and so forth and so on. And before it, we know it goodness or a million times, of course, five, 10, 15 years goes by. And what are we? Nothing that anybody would ever, ever want to be. Not even a little bit, just the absolute wreck living in a continual inferno that, that is, that that is absolute. Remember when we see other people, we just see a body. So we think, I don't like this person. I can walk away, whatever. But a person can't do that with We think we can, so we think. Oh, if only I travel to a different country. If only I go somewhere to a beach, to a nice place. I'm gonna escape from myself. I go to a loud enough concert. I go uh, to a beautiful enough hike. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna escape, but we can't. Temporarily, we can get that illusion, right? Where we've uh, drank a lot of alcohol or done a lot of drugs. We're at a loud concert, loud music. Temporarily, but then it's right back to where we were. So we see we're stuck with ourselves. We're all of existence to ourselves. So there's no escape. It's not like with another person where we can walk away. So now we're stuck with this existence that's an inferno. That's awful. That's a hell. That's a that's a horrid, horrid place. So we see consequently in here in this, this kind of, we obviously kind of uh, gave a, a theoretical progression of this that's 100% realistic, however, but we see how it all started out with a single compromise at some point where we said. Eh it's not so bad to steal this candy bar just this once or let me just take it or I'm hungry or the the uh, this owner of this chain is rich enough or, or or we just didn't think at all right because the fact is most of us we don't think we're not consciously uh kind of uh, formulating and conceptualizing all these things so it goes by instinct but all of the same things apply Right? We, we, in the back of our mind, a whole bunch of things are always going on and always spinning and always justifying and changing our behavior and our personality and regulating our moods and emotions and sleep and, and expectations and hopes and ideals. It's all going on, even if we're not a, much of a thinking person and we're not verbalizing it and we're not uh, expressing it. And so this is a, a very realistic chain again that, that we uh, put forth here. It all started with that single compromise and how we put it here. And we see how very, very, very Realistically, and in fact, very likely, in almost certainly, if a person doesn't stop, it's guaranteed. Basically, there's no such thing. Oh, I just took something, but then I'm going to be a great person without serious uh, steps to, to turn things around. And it could be as simple as as uh, pouring water, uh, or somebody gives us a cup at, at a at a fast food uh, place. To pour soda and we... Uh, I'm sorry, to pour water and we pour soda. It could start with that. It could start with anything. Any little thing. And, and everything starts to go downhill. And So we say consequently that... when <laughs> We say, oh, I, if I'm honest and I'm proud. Does that make any sense? <laughs> we say that... Uh, uh, infinitely maybe, but definitely millions and billions and trillions of times more important than it is to get a little stupid pleasure with our little body, right? Oh, I ate this nice food. Is this kind of stuff. It's to be honest. It's to be as sincere and honest as we can be. And it's to never compromise and never steal and never lie in order to get an advantage from somebody else. Not even one cent. To never, to to be paranoid almost that we're going to get one cent that doesn't belong to us. Goodness forbid a million times that we should cash a check that's not ours, that we should take some money from somebody, that we should misrepresent our product or service, that we should manipulate somebody and get something from them that we otherwise wouldn't. Goodness forbid, an infinite amount of times, because we see what it leads to. Give it five years, give it 10 years, give it 15 years, and we're going to turn into a monster, into worse than an animal, into worse, into something that, inconceivably uh, an inconceivably horrendous thing. Stand so. This is, this is the real mindset of morality. It's not something external that's being applied to us from somebody else. Oh, I would steal if only I could. I wish I could lie and cheat and manipulate, but I can't because I want to stay out of prison. I want to avoid paying a fine. Are we crazy to stay out of prison avoid paying a fine? That would be heaven. That would be remarkable compared to what we can do to ourselves with this kind of stuff. We should hope that we go to prison if we do something. We should be on our knees it, it, hoping that it, if we do a single little thing that we get caught and we get punished and if necessary we get beat, we get we get everything taken from us, we we stole something from somebody, we're a scammer. We uh it, it, and now we have a house, we have a business. We should be Tr- quaking and trembling, hoping that our whole house burns down and we lose every single dollar. In fact, we should do it ourselves. potentially, not burn it down, give it away, but we should ourselves if we're, if we want to avoid what we said and, and much worse than that, give it all away. Hey, what's the question? But because we don't think like this, that's why that we are the way we are. Alright? right. So we can keep this in mind. Thank you for listening.